We are live. Live right now. What's good, live. everybody? Welcome. seen that one before has that one been out man no, i haven't seen that one either that's good what's good everybody hey go. this is gonna be great go ahead you this, go first a good one what's good all right what's good everybody welcome to the lords of the long box i'm your host otto coming <laughs> live and direct from the grotto i got discovery bay comics my man tivo yeah. is down for the count right now down. but he is running the show behind the scenes making sure that all our graphics pop up so what's good everybody welcome to the lords of the long box the movers and the shakers list for this week that's right everybody we got a we got books we're ready to show off, but before we get started, we got to talk about our sponsors, right? It's so, sponsors. That's right. This show is brought to you by Cover Price. Check out Cover Price. You got all your graded books, all your it's always updated. We did the Cover Price 10 last week. How did you guys do? I don't know. Uh, I don't think many people got a lot of those books, but this is the Cover Price Movers and the Shakers. And Lords of Long Box is always sponsored by Rocket Comics. Rocket Comics is your one-stop shop for all your pressing needs. Use the discount code of L-O-T-L-B and get 10% off your initial pressing and then, or 20% off your initial pressing and then 10% off for all returning customers. So check out Rocket Comics. Also, check out KRS, not KRS-One, but KRS Comics. They just started their pull list and you will get um, 10% off on that. And that's all your... Um, for all the things, use a discount code. I'm sorry, 
use it's 15% JV. 15%? What are you doing? 15%. Do I'm sorry. I'll give you an extra deal. 5%. I'll give you an extra 5%. <laughs> and then they have the new pull box that you guys can check out. So make sure you check KRS uh, that out. And they have the new, the Warren Lou, the Harlequin. They just had the new Silk, the black, the Jay Hung Lee right there, the Black Cat, just phenomenal. And, and the, the discount's alien. good on all these books, right? Yeah, got all these books. Look here, at that predator. That discount's good on all these books and your weekly pool. If you decide to start giving them the opportunity to hold your pool, you're going to get that 15% off that too. That is absolute fire, okay? So KRS Comics and also that's it. That's it. That's it. That's we it, can, man. That's it. Now we got to talk about the live chat. Thank you, everybody who's joining us live for this show. I'll tell you what. I will tell you what right now. I've been watching all the shows. You guys do, too. We watch all the lists. This is not the average old list. There's not repeat. This. You know what? Sometimes you watch the list and you're like, man, that's the same books over and over again. Not tonight, baby. Wait till you see what we're bringing tonight. We got a great list for you tonight, and I want to shout out everybody who's going to be checking us out. This is the... Cover Price Weekly Shakers. Listen, by the way, this list comes from our friends at Cover Price, focusing on new high sales or the most interesting sales found on their exclusive daily shaker list. This list changes several times every day, so make sure to check it out every day to review some of the hottest trending books in the market. Are That's you it. ready for this one? Are you yeah. ready? Before we get started, though, JB, why don't we give a shout out to some people in the live chat? I got We got Johnny Boy, Moonbase Alpha, Michael Raphael. We've got copy 801 in the house, Anthony Reynolds, Mark Clayton. We had tons of people. Victoria Payjack, what's up? Good to see everybody. Steve Avala, Anthony Reynolds, Keith Newman, Repair Tech Tony, Sith Lordly in the house, man. We have a cast of characters with us tonight for the next hour. So sit back, enjoy the ride, and remember, make sure you hit that thumbs up. because Definitely hit the thumbs up. If we hit a record thumbs down, I don't think you'll see me and JB next week. No, as a matter of fact, i got a new theory. If you want to thumbs us down, that's fine, but hit it twice. <laughs> all right <laughs> this list by the way is fantastic we're gonna get to it right now tivo are we ready to hit this one all right coming oh up first on the list we've got amazing spider-man number 569 the second print originally published in 2008 from marvel comics now asm 569 is most notable for the first appearance of eddie brock as anti-venom it has a solid Venom variant cover by Addy Granoff and a super hard to find 399 newsstand edition. Damn! ASM 569 gem, however, is this John Romita Jr. second print cover featuring Anti Venom. The first printings have an estimated initial sales volume of about 78,000, but this second print is estimated at a meager 8,400 in sales. While there are more second print CGC 9.8 copies on the CG census than regular covers, 155 to 83 respectively, the Granoff variant eclipses all other covers with 435 CGC 9.8 copies on the census. From a valuation standpoint, second print CGC 9.8 copies dipped from a $640 high back in 2018, dropping to as low as $360 bucks by the end of 2019 since then this book has been on fire and recently just hit an all-time high of $1,388.88 for a CGC 9.8 copy while we're unaware of any subsequent news driving this book even higher over the last year it's a great character man overall great concept and it's not surprising that collectors and speculators are clamoring to grab high-grade copies boom Pay that man his money.
Love it, love it, love, love it. it. That's what great. Do you, think? you have this one? No, not at all. And let me tell you something. If you don't have this book, you are definitely not going to have this next book. So everybody that went 0 for 1, get ready to go 0 for 2. The shaker number 2 is Black Man number 1. This is from the Leader Comics Group from 1981. Uh, Leader Comics Group was a black-owned comic publishing company out of Maryville, Indiana, back in the early 80s. One of their goals, which was very va um, very valiant, was to publish materials with a positive role models for minority youth. The short-lived company published one comic book for the Dallas-Fort Worth text market, Black Man Number 1. We've only recorded four sales of this book three raw and one CGC. It appears this book is relatively rare because there are only four total copies, four in the CGC census. A raw copy approximately in an 8.5 condition sold this week for a solid $1,175. It's not a book to pass up if you're long box diving. Folks in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, you might have particular luck in finding it because that was the test market. Never right? seen this book. Love the concepts. But, how, many, how many people do we know in the Dallas, Fort Worth, and in Houston area? You guys need to get digging in them long boxes, folks. This book is out there. Yep. Look for it. See what you got. So that is the next the next shaker on our list, JP. What do you think about All that? Right, coming up next, we're moving right along. The third one on the list is the CBLDF presents Liberty Comics, the J. Scott Campbell variant, originally published in 2008 from Image Comics. Now, as comic fans, you've most likely come across these CBLDF Liberty Comics while digging through back issues. To quote from their website, the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund, CBD, CBLDF, is a nonprofit organization dedicated to the protection of the First Amendment rights of the comics art form and its community of retailers, creators, publishers, librarians, and readers. The CBLDF provides legal referrals, representation, advice, assistance, and education in furtherance of these goals. In a nutshell, they fight for the books that get banned and also have a strong outreach program in getting comics in schools and libraries. As a promotional tool and also a small fundraiser, the CBLDF has regularly produced this Liberty comic as a sampler of all the incredible talent the medium has to offer. This first issue featured a Danger Girl variant by none other than J. Scott Campbell. Now, as Campbell collectors seek all his work, this cover is sought after and sells for 25 bucks raw. However, it was this week's sale of 275 bucks for a CGC 9.8 that made us realize that we should stop leaving these behind when we're digging. Man, oh, first unbelievable. Three. Oh, for three. They oh, might hit it on the next to... one, JV. They might hit it on the next one, you know. You think they got a shot on the next one? I think they got a shot on the oh, next man, one. But this is it because by the power of Grayskull right here, you guys, this book has been creeping up in price, it's been getting popular. If you're reading the tea leaves, as TiVo like to say, this stuff is what's new, what's old, what's new is coming back again, all right? So this is DC Presents number 47. By the power of Grayskull right here, we have the first appearance of He-Man in comics or the first appearance in DC comics if you feel that that mini-comic does count, okay? Um, this first comic hit him. This first comic appearance... Get ready for this. Hit a massive high sale of $2,000 for a CGC 9.8. <laughs> 
This classic cover is beloved by both DC and Masters of the Universe fans um, and has been sought after for decades. However, it wasn't until Netflix made solid plans to get an adult animated series and a kids animated series and a live action film in development uh, that collectors truly, truly took notice in this. With the animated series and post-production, we're itching for some trailers. Once those hits, once those hit, the books are going to go up again. Kevin Smith, Method Man is in it. They've had a lot of guys from our childhood who are in onto this, um, onto the animated series. So Netflix is going to do this right, hopefully. And this is just another time where Master of the Universe is coming back. So, you know, I'd like to see some uh, one for fours in there. Come on, you guys. I, you know, I've had this book pass through my hands. So many times, so, so many, many times. times I've had it pass through my hands. And I'm, oh, I'll get it. I'll get a better copy. I'll get a better. I'll copy. get a better copy. I'll and get now, it. Guess what? I can't afford a better copy. That's now. right. That's right. Two thousand dollars. Where's Tivo would pay that man his money? Holy, that's holy. right. Oh man. Let's see. Maybe he's having some of his milkshake right we're now. All right. Pay him. Pay that man his money. He's definitely getting there paid for is. that. Wow. All right. We ready for right. the next one? Yeah. Move it on. All right, well, we're almost halfway done with the list, and this is a great time to ask the audience, if you're watching us live or watching us on the replay, man, hit the like button, man. Come on. All right, coming in at number five, and there's no sequential order. There's just next on the list. We've got Edge of Spider-Verse number two, the Greg Land, wait for it, wait for it, Mexico edition. That's what? right, originally published in 2014 from Marvel Comics after a big $1,400 sale. For the regular first print of Edge of Spider-Verse number two, it inspired us to look a little closer into this Mexico edition. What's important to note is the recent explosion in both prices and interest in the foreign market. Demand for all editions of key issues through Marvel and DC's history is becoming more than just a niche segment of comic collecting. However, what's interesting about the Spanish language editions from Mexico are how they share the covers with some of the rarest and in-demand incentive variants. The only difference lies in the Mexico text below the Marvel logo. Now, typically, these have always been a source of frustration for buyers seeking the incentive and having to sift through listing after listing of the Mexico edition due to their close resemblance. However, as the incentive creeps towards 10K, this Mexico edition is now becoming quite valuable on its own with this week's near mint raw sale of $299.95. Keep in mind, these are different from the La Mole convention convent, uh, variants, which are also Spanish versions of today's modern keys. However, those tend to have their own covers or something distinctive like Ultimate Fallout Force foil version, which is another one you should be keeping your eye on. Man, oh for five. Yeah, I mean we're at the what halfway. Do you think of this Mexico version, or is that where we need to look now? I mean, it, it, everything's about census and low print counts, and, I and mean, now I, you're like, going to start to like what what's on the census for the Mexico version of right. Edge of Spider Verse. You know, wow. we're going down to Tijuana. There was a song from the '80s about Tijuana. You know, Mexican iguanas in Tijuana. You know, but this is just unbelievable, and it's so crazy that all these books are out there. 
Um, and it's just where you are. We've had the book from the Mexico. Name of that song was called Mexican Radio. Yeah, Mexican oh, Radio. There I you go. Tebow, the, the, the producer, just jumping in, pretty, jumping pretty back out the, right. the, the voice comes through the voice. Very nice. That's right. And I'm over five, man. There's, there's no, no chance. Yeah, for sure. I'm over five too, JB, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, but what I think is really important, you guys, is that you're seeing these books that you might necessarily pass on or books that you might necessarily, they're just hard to find. You know, you've got books that were relative to the Dallas Fort Worth area. You've got this book from Mexico. So we can see that now moving forward, we're going to hit the sixth book on our list which is the Marvel Legends reprints, okay, of a classic cover. And you can see clearly on this why this is different it's because it tells you that it's not for resale, okay? This is store 337. Uh, this is the reprint. However, this is the uh, Marvel Legends reprint, the Mighty Thor. For over a decade, these Marvel Legends reprints were mostly ignored. These not-for-resale editions came packed together with the most of the Toy Biz Marvel Legends series. Between these comics, figures, variations, Build-A-Figures, many of these can be especially tough to find because of the, especially in high grade. Collectors are quickly realizing that the market value potential, that's very important, everybody. Listen, yeah. to, listen to Teacher Otto. Market value potential um, as other Marvel Legends editions seem to increase in price, like Young Avengers number one. Now, this Thor issue, which came packaged in the get ready for this, the 2006 Mordock, a uh, Modoc series, better Ray figure. Okay, oh, this okay. week a rare CGC 9.8 sold for $988, which is even higher than the original 337, which oh, I can't God. believe hit a high sale of 850. Okay, now you can buy a raw copy of this for the same price as the original sealed figure. So yeah, so don't pick through these Marvel Legends editions, okay? So pick these Marvel Legends editions up. Wow. We're just yes. we're not just watching this store issue, but we're keeping an eye on several of them, okay? The colors a little bit different. You see they're not for resale and it came with the figure. So don't sleep on all those little extras that come with your figures and all those things like that everybody. So Wow. wow. Right now, real quick, there's a comment from uh, Michael Raphael. On the, it says, come on, seriously, this is where we're going. And then just a couple comments later, I've got that Spidey 2099 toy biz. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, yes, we all do. Yeah. So, love do it, you love have it, this? Have you ever even thought about going after this? I've never even seen this come up. I know that the chat is not scoring very well, but have you even seen any of these books? Not yeah. much less own them. Right. Unbelievable. There we go. All what right. So, so the next one on the shaker, JB, what do we got? Oh, man, I'm telling you. Here we go. Next up, we've got Monstrous Number 1, the second printing, originally published in 2015 from Image Comics. There's been no con uh, There's been no content news for Monstrous for quite a while, right? However, this fan favorite series continues to do well. In fact, this second print hit a huge new high of $949.99 for a CGC 9.8 this week, which beats the last high sale. You ready for this? Of only $650 last month. <laughs> it went up $300 in a month. Yeah, it's nuts. Insane. Incredible. And I am now officially 0 for 7. Man, and this is another great opportunity to shout out the chat. Thanks to all you who are joining us live for the show and interacting by giving us your score because, man, there's a lot of swing and misses tonight. 
0 for 7. I told everybody at the beginning, this was not your average everyday list. This wasn't the same list you were going to see over and over again. Yeah, what do we got these next? Are, these, are, these are books that are specifically picked out from big sales that we see. So we, you know, so yeah, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah bye. Okay. All right. What do we got next, Otto? All right. Next, we have Space Adventures. Look at this right here. This is Space Adventures issue 33 from Charlton Comics. It came out in May March of 1960. Okay. Uh, remember that <laughs> giant blue naked guy from the watchman wow yeah. yeah i try to forget that part dr. but manhattan, yeah yeah while his first appearance is in watchman number one is dr manhattan his concept as with many characters from that series were based on characters that were originally based in the silver uh in the silver age books by charlton comics in the case of dr manhattan he was based on captain adam whose character uh a character whose first appearance was in Space Adventures number 33. And this week had a record-breaking sale of a CG, CGC 7.5 went for 2160. Okay. This was not just a, this was not only the highest sale of this grade, but the highest sale ever, with a prior record being 1595 for a CGC 6.5 back in July of 2018. This is a relatively uncommon book with only 95 universal graded copies on the CGC census. While there are higher graded copies than a 7.5, there are only 10 of them, okay? Ooh, and they man. rarely come up for sale. One 9.2 exists. One 9.0 exists, wow. exists. But nothing above an 8.5 has ever hit the market according to our records. And that was way back in 2012. So keep your eyes out open for this one. With the popularity of Watchmen on HBO, it's always possible we could see these characters on a big or small screen again in the future. Wow. That was wordy. That's crazy. That's unbelievable. Great. That, uh, that book looks awesome, though. I mean, if you're going to own a... That's 60 is Silver Age. Man, that's, that, 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 look that's at the it. cover on that. Charlton Comics, too, man. Charlton Comics. Yep, absolutely. The inspiration, right? The inspiration yeah, for absolutely. all types And that's characters. up in my neck of the woods over here in the Northeast, so... I should be able to find a couple of these, but I've never seen it. Now, was I looking for it? But I might have to now, JB, because you know what? The more you know, the more you know, right? That's right. The more All right. You know. All right. Next up on our list, we've got and this knowing, one. Everybody's got. Everybody's got this book. And I, knowing I, I, is half the battle. And that's right. Half the battle. Oh, that's where it was. Okay, I was supposed to finish the sentence there. All right, everybody, you know you have this. Everybody's got one of these, right? Yeah, but not in a 9-9. Nine, nine. Not in a 9-9. Nine, nine. So, well, if you were wondering what a $10 raw book would sell in a CGC 9.9, .9, then you're in luck, man. A rare 9.9 .9 sold this week for an incredible $3,550 via auction for baseball. Damn! Right, right, a nine nine crazy, and I am, and that makes me one for nine on the list because I definitely have one or two or three of these. I have to agree with you on that. Not in a nine nine, but oh no, 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 not in a nine nine, right? But foil cover, thick hard stock, so you would you find it? But the only problem is with this book, in my opinion, is that because of the foil or the thicker cardstock, the fingerprints, and but once it gets any type of ding. 
you're going to get that yeah. color break. So that's why this book is uh, very hard to get, or maybe in a nine, I think anything is hard to get in a nine, nine. I mean, oh, I know, but right? you know, the nine eights are, you know, uh, pretty interesting. So there we go. Popular Spider-Man book. Everything Spider-Man is hot right now. So that being said, we are on to our last book. You crush this Ooh. list, man. We need to slow down. Crush it. I know. We got to take a deep breath, JB. Take you know, a deep breath. You got up, it. Ready to go. Take us home, Otto. Take us home. All right. Here we go. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, issue number 20. Okay. April 1st, 1989. All right. Um, this uh, this CGC 9.8 had a record sale of $699.99. Just think, if you would have been that extra penny, you would have got it. Um, this was Teenage Mutant Ninja's number 20 from the original Turtle, Turtle series. Is a reminder to us that even non-key early Turtles books in super high grade can go for big money. It has a cool Triceraton frame cover, making it tough to find in high grade. And a fun story involving the turtles teaming up with an increasingly insane Triceraton warrior. We were surprised to see that there are only 37, 37 universal copies on a CGC census, 13 and a 9.8. And this high $700 sale is just a reminder to look beyond the keys people are so enamored with as there's value in high-grade non-mega comic book keys with great art and great stories. Right. More specifically... Be on the lookout for high-grade Turtles books from the original Mirage series. Issues 19, all right, has only 10 uh, in the Universal CGC 9.8 copies. 21 has only 20. Wow. 13 has three. Finding a high-grade Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles volume number one candidate will have you dancing <laughs> like Vanilla Ice in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Go ninja go, go, ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja, go ninja, there we go. go. <laughs> Vanilla Ice at the height of his career. So, um, nice. all right. So Michael Raphael just said he Man. snatched up one of those better Rainbow figures with that book. There really? you go. Yeah, the real <laughs> smart move. There you go. Michael's all over it eh? after after criticizing. Now I want to go back to something very key about this particular book and the the story it tells. High grade. That doesn't have to be a major key, right? I mean. People are always enamored with those same books over and over again, but there's so much value sitting out there if you get them in the right grade because there's not many of them. Correct. It's always, you know, when somebody brings you their collection or talks about their comic books, it all depends on the grade, my friend. Yep. <laughs> you know, you can have the greatest book, but if the covers have ripped off, what am I going to tell you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, everybody, that is the Movers and Shakers uh, top 10 list brought to you guys. Cover shakers, price. shakers. What did I say? Movers, you keep throwing movers. movers. I did it too. I, it's just shakers. It's just the shakers. Yeah, we're list. moving over shaking, JP. All right, but you know what? I love the way you guys are all putting uh, your your um, your scores in this, and I think Comic Book Human. Uh, is very funny when he writes it. He just goes zero, zero, one, zero, like a baseball score. I absolutely yeah. love that. Oh, so. okay. No, I think it was more like a. Um, uh, I think TiVo described it like a. Um, what do you call it? Like the Matrix digits. Oh, yes, you, right. You know, there you it, go. It, it would right. go oh, and then there'd be a one, and then there'd yeah. be a zero and a one if you ended up getting it. Man, real quick, since we've got a moment, let's shout out this chat, man. We got let's Charm go City ahead. Comics out there. David Shane, appreciate you taking the time. Planet Arizona Comics is here. John Patrick, Jeff Snyder, my man C. Woodard 19 nice. is in the chat. How you doing? David SNMC is here. Comic Book Human is who we're talking about. Brian Hot is hanging out with us. We do appreciate each and every one of you taking the time to hang out with us while we deliver you the craziest list on YouTube. You must admit, you there. this is the craziest list. Uh, DJ Radius 
uh, Six Face Comics, copy 801. Thanks for hanging out. We really do appreciate you. Are we going to go check out the live? Are we going to go? We're going to see what's going on in the on the list. Let's go check out the, the Shakers sure. list and see what's going on there. This is TiVo Shakers. Let's look at he's got. He owns two Ultimate Fallout 4s. Come on, man. <laughs> look at that. All right. So as we're going off the list, you know a lot of these heavy hitters are in there. But look at the X-Men number one. Um, is the X-Men number one going to hit the same prices as FF1 is? is that it seems to be, be the big money? debate the community right now and i love this debate someone actually did a video on this comparing what's going to happen i think they took they took i uh i uh 1.8 grade one because well 1.8 is kind of like an entry level where it used to be man i think a 1.8 ff is now like 10 grand 10 Correct. grand now right yep. so do you think of the low grade entry point if you were going to get in right now and at a 1.8 at each which one would you take and which one would do better over the long haul yeah, I don't know. Maybe in a live chat, you guys could comment. What would you rather have, an X-Men 1 or an FF1? FF1, you know, of equal grades, if we could write you a blank check. Not that anybody here on the Lord is going to cut you a blank check. No. All right. Moving down to the second row. Um, of course, we see Captain America, first appearance of Falcon, oh, Falcon right there. Yeah. Yep. I got a question for you. This book, this is, is Tivo mentions this all the time. Uh, you know, it's like it has to hit you in the face before people actually start to react. We knew this show was coming. People known this show was coming for quite a while, but now the night before, the couple days before the show, this book finally catches fire. I mean, if yeah. that's the way it's going to be, we know what's coming up, don't we? Right? right. Yeah. Well, that's the highest known copy for sold for four thousand four hundred eighty-one dollars. Now, JB, for my collection, I don't own this book, but I would like to have this in a five Why would I like to have this in a five JB? Linear, my friend. Linear. Would be linear with my Captain America first appearance right there. So again, very nice. You know, have to be high grade it's just what fits your collection definitely right. definitely going down right, next, to the next one row. down um what's up with this 316 over here is it just the iconic cover i mean it, i know it's his first cover appearance so why is this book going crazy yeah i think people just there's no real key. Is, it's not listed as a key but is and it's not technically his first cover is it can someone in the chat tell me if this is his first cover because i also have another book where it's just his face it's his and i was told Venom's that was first, first cover, cover on uh, amazing spider-man okay Spider -Man. all right so what's this then hold on i do believe uh oh here he goes all right that's a head <laughs> that's a floating head <laughs> but is that not, that is, is the nice smile on the cover there, JB. is that is that, that not on the cover i don't know Oh my God! Johnny Boy went out and bought forty nine copies of Dakota North. Good for you. Let's hope that pays <laughs> off. Okay, I love it. Three fifty right, floating head. All right. Um, what? Ooh, let's go to that Fantastic yeah, Four two eleven. Fantastic Four. Yes, I am digging that Fantastic Four two eleven. Why? The, the one we could actually we might afford. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Terax the terrible. All right. This I is don't the first. Even know who that is. Okay, so let me tell you about Terex. Terex the Terrible. Terex the Terrible is one it's of the heroes of the cameo team. cover. Terex, yeah. cameo cover. Get the hell out of here. Isn't no, it Terex the Tamer? Yeah, yeah, but I think on the cover they call him the Terrible, but he is the Tamer in uh, in the story. Um, what's unique about this, does it say? Behold, Terex. Yeah. Why is this guy hot right now? What is going on with him? Well, Who he's a herald of he? Galactus. He's a herald of Galactus. Okay. He is. So all the heralds of Galactus... It says Terex the Tamer right on the oh, cover, he, too. I know. He does, it says, I the voice of God speaks. Yes, I apologize. And yeah. I own like six copies of it. This is one of my favorite books. But let me tell you something. So Terex was not a nice guy, right? Not a nice guy. 
not a nice guy at all, right? The most of the heralds were forced into servitude by Galactus. Right. Terex just wanted to destroy stuff. He, with that uh, sword right here, or scythe, whatever you want to call that weapon, which had the power cosmic in it, took down the Baxter building in one fell swoop. This That's is a awesome. great read right here. This is a Joe Sinnott cover. Um, I think Byrne did the interior. This was a John, early John Byrne story, but this is Marvel greatness in the bronze age so please pick this book up it's only heating up in price and anything ff and galactus all the heralds are just going to be your great uh, dude, so that weapon is bad i don't believe he's john swinging Byrne. that axe with the power cosmic yeah, i don't awesome. believe john Byrne was on the run yet uh he you may have done so? some art john Byrne took over writing and art duties on fantastic four 232 gotcha um, okay right he may have done some art but he became the not only writer but artist starting with uh fantastic four 232 gotcha God's, okay god signing off yep there you go all <laughs> right there we go just a <laughs> great book so pick it up and check it out all right we're gonna go all back right. that's a crazy, nine eight man. at six nine eight sixteen fifty and that hold on that sold yesterday that's how often this is updated so sales as of yesterday are being reflected in cover price today. We love it. That, we love that's it. Talk about real cool, time man. data. That's really cool, man. All right. Keeps All you right. from having Rolling to search, down. you know, deeper. So now I was told, and tell me if you, you, you heard this too, that this one in the middle, something killing the children number six, that is the that specific one is the single rarest something is killing the children book, period. By production count is that true is it you guys hearing this this is the single rarest book yeah yeah i'm not familiar with this this is out of this my wheelhouse nuts, right here i'd have to refer a graded to 9.4 not even not 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 point eight a graded 9.4 just went for 1300 bucks craziness yeah. no i don't know too much no, about is, this is that raw yeah raw what? raw what, <laughs> what? Yeah, you kidding me? No, hold on. One thing says graded up here nine four, and then the other one says raw. One of those things is wrong. <laughs> oh man! Wow, that's just awesome. Well, the reason eight. why is because this was a raw from February two thousand. Uh, February twenty third. Oh, there was a raw. This is a nine point four that was uh, March seventeenth. So and it's maybe cheaper. So the thought... highest known is actually a raw copy. The raw the may have been a nine point eight. The raw may have been a 9.8 uh, candidate. That's why it went so high. God, signing wow. Up. I get it. Anthony right. Reynolds wants the Casey case. Of I've been giving it to you the whole night, man. That's, yeah, right, that's right. <laughs> All right. Next list. And you're right. That was All a right. Marv. That FF. Thank you in the live chat for telling me that was a Marv. Marv Wolfman did that story. All right. All right. Down here, we've got the. Um, what do you got? The Marvel point one. We've got. Is that the Sam Alexander one? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And this is who they think is coming. No, this is no. That's the Kamala Khan. That's the Kamala Khan. There's another point right. one that says now. Uh, all right. So yeah, she's coming. Nine point eight sold yesterday. Yesterday, folks. One thousand one hundred fifty. Stimmy money right here. Stimmy <laughs> hit me with the stimmy. Oh man, I can afford that one now. Bam, eleven fifty. <laughs> Holy moly, that is crazy. The McNevin. That's a sweet cover. Look at that thing. One in seventy five. Nice. Look at that. We got a little ten dollar uh, super chat going oh, on right there from Spec Collector. Got a little super chat going. All on. right. Disco, disco loaded up. Like, oh, I don't. Yeah. My audio is not working on the OBS. Oh, yeah, look at that. That's what That's happens. Sweet. There you go. But you know what? A ten dollar super chat. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Yep. <laughs> Love it. All right. For the 
Papooses, definitely. All right, so what's he trying to oh, show us here? Spare Collector knows my lady is Salvadorian, by the way. That's why oh. he said papooses. Papooses oh, okay. delicious. All right. What else we got on the list? All right, let's go back. Let's take a look. Going back, going back. Oh, Star Wars number one. Oh, look at the G.I. Joe right there. Why, why is 14? That's first Deathstroke? Deathstroke, Deathstro, right? Oh, it's uh, listed as first well, Deathstroke. It's, it's the first time he's on a cover. First, oh, that's a newsstand, first of all. Oh, um, and then very that's nice. The first cover, or it's not the first appearance, but it might be the first cover. Uh, all the things Joes are heating up, you guys. All you need the Joes are heating up. And you I need... think the Transformers are heating up, too. I think the Joes and the Transformers are both heating up right now. Yep. All right. So when we look at the uh, the newsstand and the direct market for this, uh, let's take a look. This From came 1983. Out in 1983. All right. So in 1982, it was 8020 newsstand. So yeah, 83 was it was yeah. probably still pretty much newsstand out there. That's right. So your direct yeah. market would be the rarer. If I'm saying that, if I'm enunciating Correct. that properly, the, I don't the want... direct market would be the rare. Now these direct market though was the spidey head or was it the one with the line what is that what, what's up when you have the barcode with the line through it what does that mean yeah i don't know but you're right it is the, the first line full was of that early early direct early missions. direct before the yeah. spider-man it was barcode with a black line through it meant yep. direct Got that's it. right very nice all right nice all things joe's heating up all right, what do we have here so a lot of johnny high... boy says the first ever gi joe comic book he ever bought was from a live sale nice Last there night. we go okay <laughs> all right oh look at that young avengers i know no, the uh, producers got man. one of those it, i i just bought something one of these i don't know which one it was i was trying to get my hands on the director's cut but i don't think right. i scored it all right look at all these first appearances can i go over the first appearances real quick and why people are specking crazy on this we've got the asgardian aka billy kaplan later becomes wiccan mm, that sounded familiar kate bishop Becomes the new Hawkeye in Young Avengers 12. Hulkling, who has nothing to do with the Hulk at all. Nothing. He is, he's a scroll. <laughs> A.K.A. Dork, uh, the Eighth, and Theodore, Teddy Altman. And then you have Iron Lad and Patriot, Eli Bradley. That's a lot of first appearances, man. That is. And I think Disney's going to want to push this. So the highest known value on this one was which one? Bam. Wow, look at that. Look at that. What kind of grade is that? That's a I don't know. I don't even know. A, a nine five. That's the, new for this me. This was <laughs> a special marketing thing that Wizard World did for um essentially it's a nine eight, but you got gotcha. this is the rarest of the rare the young Avengers. So it was a, just a promotional thing that made them nine point fives, but they're they're pretty much ghosts yeah. got out. All right, thank you. All right, let's see. So cool so, book right there. Oh yeah, twenty five hundred bucks for that for that nine five or nine eight, right? Yeah. Well, I don't it's think they're gonna. Great. Yeah, see, it is a nine eight. Yeah, right. Thirty five hundred bucks. To change left and right, it's unbelievable. That's crazy. It's incredible. That's incredible. All right, and he owns see. one. <laughs> no, not that one. But still. All right. Okay, coming back through here. Oh, look oh at the Wolverine. Hey, that Wolverine. Didn't you just sell that Wolverine in a 9.6 auto? I did. I have many of those actually, and I have many sets coming back too. So if you're interested in this, I, I have am interested in picking. I picked up a set raw uh from your partner on that on that yep, stream. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. There you go. But look so at this. This is the first Wolverine title, first solo yep. Wolverine title, and the first cameo of Yukio. And I also got a question. Was this is the um uh, uh is this the first limited run or first limited series? Or I would I 
I always mm. hear that. What was the no, first limited series in Marvel? The first limited series was Contest of Champions. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. first limited series was Contest of Champions. Why this was relevant was because this is Chris Claremont, Frank Miller, Joe uh, Joe Rubenstein. They collaborated on this. But I think this is also the first um, first miniseries for a character after Contest a character of miniseries. See, yeah. I knew there was something well like be. that. Very well, I think it's the first character miniseries now. Graded 9.8s are thousand dollars now, and this is as of today. Yeah. Oh my goodness, cover <laughs> price updates its same day. You've got to be kidding me! And a there's nine. a 9.9 floating around the that. wild. Wow, Jesus, there's gotta wow. be there are millions, but you know what? These books are hard to get, whether or not. Uh, you know, you have some, maybe some rusty staples, you have a ding. So, mm -hmm. I we sent in the three men in the basement, just so you guys know, we sent in seven copies of issue number one okay because we do have a line on some and only one of them came back a 9.8 the rest were nine wow. fours or better but only one nine eight so you know they're being pretty stringent over there at that place down oh, in Florida. No, don't so, even talk about I'll, I'll, you know i won't go there with you but there you go but this is a classic cover though look at that all right great books right here I know that I'm hoarding ASM 300 so hopefully that continues to do its thing because I've yep. been picking those up like crazy and it that. looks like that uh, Amazing Spider-Man Annual 16 is still holding strong because that character is still out there. Now, real quick, if um, well, we want to check this out. Okay, first appearance of Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, oh. and just had a sale yesterday. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I, I think I bought a 9.8 in this. I bought a 9.8 in this for like 250 bucks, like four or three weeks really? ago. I swear. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, that's the Canadian price variant. Oh, okay. Woo. Man. Love it. Good stuff. Stimmy. <laughs> All right. Um I, I want to take I want to talk about ASM 300 real quick. Go so ahead. you talk about it. I, I I this is from my angle and this is what I why I think things are going crazy. Um you know, we've got we consider ourselves collectors, right? I think I do. I consider myself a comic book collector. And what's happening, I think, right now is we're getting comic book investors kind of in our in our market who aren't specifically collectors. These are people that are comparing maybe a different market, maybe the maybe the the collectible card market. In in the collectible card market, they have what they call the pop, the population count of you know basically the graded, the highest graded. And let's just say, I don't know, you want a Zion, right? Well, there's three to four companies making Zion, and each company is making three to four cards. So you got many, many choices. But if you want the first appearance of Venom, then there's only so many choices. And when they look at the 9.8 census, when I say they, investors look at the 9.8 census of this book specifically, it's still undervalued. It's still undervalued when you compare it to any other collectible market out there. So you in you, the collector, us old school money says, but they printed two bajillion of these. Yeah. But the new collector doesn't care how many they printed. The new investor only knows how many 9.8s are there on the census. Correct. That's yeah. all they care about. How many 9.8s are there on the census? Because comic book collectors actually don't want to sell their books, man. So all those other books that aren't on the 9.8 census and even how many of those that are on the 9.8 census are never going to come up for sale. They're never going to come up for sale because comic book collectors collect. 
We want to hang them on our walls. We don't right. That's right. I want. I want that book for my personal collection. I'm going to take it to the grave. And <laughs> it, it, there's a lot of comic book collectors like me. You know, we're going right. to take books to the grave. They're never going to come up again. Right. So and they're the not printing more of them. That number. They look at the census and says, "Dude, those numbers are low." And when they start tracking how many come available in a period, our market is undervalued. Yeah, we do have a question in the live chat. Let's feel it right there from, all right, should you sell an LSM 300 and buy it back after the movie? Okay, here's what I think, guys. If, and this is just my opinion, if you sell it and you're going to make, hopefully you'll make good money on it. If it goes down, you guys, it's not going to go down much anymore. Once the market is set, the market's set. It might dip a couple hundred. If you're willing to take that chance, it might stay the same. They are not printing any more ASM 300s. They are not printing, although there might be many of them out there, like uh, New Mutants 87, New Mutants 98, sure. But let's face it, guys. That age group is now in the area of expendable money where they are buying these things up because it reminds of them of when they were children and when it brings it back to their youth, right? For me, for the Bronze Age and the Silver Age stuff, that's my kind of thing, but I'm a product of the 80s. The products of the 90s now are buying up all those books. The books, I've been saying, I've been on Instagram for five or six years now. People have been saying, is the variant bubble going to burst? Is this bubble going to burst? You know, if you keep saying Christmas is going to come, Christmas is eventually going to come. It might not come for another five years, but the bubble might burst. But when? I don't see the bubble bursting anytime soon. Okay, I'm you not going to say it's going to burst. It has to level because it can't continue to, it, it cannot continue at the current the growth. Rate. Correct. I if agree with you If it continues at this current rate that it's gone in the last 90 days, yes. these books are going to be worth a million dollars. And that's just not going to happen. Not money. No, you I know, agree. At some point, it has to level off to where that, ends what is it is it when the new money decides that they've had enough they've bought up all the keys sure when when that new money that's uneducated to this market starts to realize well shit how come the sentence keeps growing at such a fast pace because cgc is cranking out they're grading so many books because now us people who would never sell before are going Fuck yeah, baby! Yeah. I'm slabbing that but, shit and selling it to you. All right, so, so here, now here, all of a sudden we're slabbing books like crazy and getting them on the census. Does that when the the collectors say, "Wait a minute, right. the numbers are starting to change"? I don't yeah. know. I don't know when it's going to change. All right, so here's my question. So we'll let's talk about like dollars and cents, right? The ASM 300 right now at a nine eight was somewhere around. It was right under five k. Okay, that that's what it was at. If it starts to level, all right. What is the level price? Is it thirty five hundred? It's not going to go down to two thousand. Yeah, it'll right? never be two grand again. Is it going to go down fifteen hundred dollars? Is it going to go down four thousand? So well, that's that's the number that you guys have to think. How much is it going to go down? Could I see an ASM three hundred maybe going down to thirty five hundred on the low ends, right? And let's say five thousand is the highest, or you know, ultimate Fallout four, right? Right now it's up to three thousand dollars. It's, it's going to go up. It's going to keep going up, but when that book levels, what is the level price four or five years from now? Is it a two thousand dollar book? Is it a three thousand dollar book? I don't know. You don't know. You don't know, right? Nobody knows, right? We're not the watcher. We, I mean, we can't see into the future. Yeah. You know, you don't know. So, just un, it's crazy. But I agree it's with you on many of the right things now. you just said. You know, yeah, so, it's crazy times right now. You know, if you so have I want to thank everybody comments, for joining us. It looks like we're going to be wrapping up. Uh, Otto, uh, what do you got coming up on your channel? Anything you want to plug? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Three Men in the Basement is going strong. We just did a CGC unboxing with my assistant, Zozo Zozo's Arena. You thought CGC was expensive. Wait till you find out how much I'm paying Zoe to help me out with these videos. Just so <laughs> you know, it gets Starbucks gets expensive real quick. Yeah, it does. Um, also, 
We are still on our way to 2,500 subs. We are probably 30 subscribers away. So guys, head over to Three Men in the Basement. We got tons of stuff to give away. We've got something from Shortbox, the app. They donated. We've got uh, we've got something from two things from comic books, tunes, and toys. Barry Gary has donated. We've got lots of things. So head over to that video. We have a pre-recorded video dropping at midnight tonight. Uh, Roger Levesque and his brother Dave Levesque, the silkscreen to the stars, dropped a video. You might see a couple nine eights. You might not. You never know which way it goes with Roger um, and his CGC unboxings. Next week, next Friday, we're going to do a live show. We're going to take this weekend off to enjoy March Madness. Uh, shout out to my friends at Ages Comics of Alaska for this dope scully. Uh, I appreciate sweet. that. Yeah, I love it, love it. And just remember, if JB doesn't say it. Oh, no, he, I got it all queued up. Don't worry. I, I hit it, JB. You're turn. I got it all queued up, yeah. All right, first up, I want to say shout out to Zelos and everybody that has been participating in. Drop a comment on my top 10 list, and you could potentially be entered in to win a Sony PS, PS5. Zelos is the latest entry. Congratulations, Sam. Also, if you haven't seen it, my wife let me drop 10K into the comic book market. I've released the first of probably three videos because I got to do a lot of unboxing here. And then there'll be a summary where I put all the numbers together. And to give you what I'm doing, I'm going to tell you whether the 10K I put in the comic book market or the 10K I put into the stock market perform better at the end of the year. So stay tuned for that. Now, also, if you haven't already, why haven't you? Please do hit the thumbs up and subscribe to the channel and hit the bell so you don't miss any of the content from the Lord's Longbox. And oh man, don't let me forget what Tiva wants me to say. Keep digging in them long boxes, folks. Thanks a lot. Peace, everybody. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. TiVo, get better. And remember, check out uh, Cover Price Top 10 and Movers into Shakers next week. TiVo, get better, buddy. Peace out. Peace. Now let's do this. Rewind, select town. Come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? In the great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's five greatest heroes. Their mission to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. When it comes, I won't even notice. Oh, how so? I'll be too busy 